You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. My favorite facet of the pharmacy industry is understanding how community pharmacists impact their community. The special stories that I've heard from hundreds of pharmacy owners throughout the years and understanding, you know, the impact that they make is more than being a business owner in that community. It's literally the health of their community and what they do to care for their uh, community, what they're doing as leaders in their community. They're also innovators of healthcare. They're, they're, they're there to put some of the demystifying of facets of, of how medicine's being used. The vaccine, for example, how many community pharmacists are, are being reached out to by people who are worried about this pandemic? How can a community pharmacy motivate their community to continue to level up in their own healthcare and using um, you know, nutrition as a component of healthcare? And this all brings us to a balance to really understand, you know, how to um, move in in a in an age where we're wearing masks, we're we're worried about spreading a, a virus, but then it also just comes back to basic healthcare and and how that community pharmacist is representation of better health. My name's Todd Yuri. I'm the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and I'm so excited today to bring to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation a philosophy, a philosophy of being a community pharmacy owner brought to you by Retail Management Solutions, RMS, who are leaders in point-of-sale technologies and solutions. And today we're going to be talking about CLIMB and what CLIMB stands for as a pharmacy owner. And who came up with this is one of my most favorite people in the pharmacy industry, Mr. Brad Jones, uh, founder of RMS. Uh, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation, Brad. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate that. Um, it's a real pleasure to be here again today. So uh, I appreciate the introduction and your comments about uh, about our CLIMB uh, events that happen on a monthly basis. Um, you, uh, you actually hit all the tenets of CLIMB. CLIMB stands for Care, Lead, Innovate, Motivate, and Balance. Um, we came up with this idea uh, at the beginning of uh, of 2020, so as the pandemic was hitting us, and um, we wanted to here at RMS our 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 mission statement for our customers is to make them the most profitable and customer centric in the industry, and we recognize that uh, with uh, that acronym CLIMB that those tenants are things that these pharmacists and these pharmacy owners and pharmacy the pharmacy industry in general is doing every day in their communities and we wanted to not only recognize that but then also build a program around that uh, to give uh, people information they need to uh, to to do more and to share what uh, their peers out in the in the pharmacy world are doing so each month we bring uh, speakers and panelists in to talk about one or more of the tenants of climb. Uh, so it's never about our products and services. It's always about ways that pharmacies can improve their profits, improve patient outcomes, and just be uh, more a part of their communities. So with me today, 
I have uh, Trish White. Uh, Trish and her husband, Dirk, own uh, and operate. They're both pharmacists. They own and operate uh, White's and Harry Race Pharmacies in Sitka, Alaska, and have been serving their communities for decades. Uh, and so it's a real pleasure to have Trish. Trish has also been to all of our climb events. Um, and uh, so she has a real perspective on what we're doing. And and uh, they are, uh, they've won the Climb Ascender Award, which is an award we give to pharmacies that uh, really, uh, they're all about uh, all of those tenants to climb and are doing exceptional things in their communities. So uh, Trish, it's a pleasure to have you with me this morning. I appreciate you being here uh, because it's early in Sitka this morning. <laughs> it is a little early, but it's time to get going. You know, I wouldn't be just sitting <laughs> around. Thank you so much for inviting me, Brad and Todd. It's um, really a pleasure to to be able to join you today. So let's just get right into it, Trish. The, uh, um, you know, you you and Dirk, uh, you you've been doing this. How many years have you uh, have you had the, those pharmacies? Yeah, the, the two of us, thirty six years. And I was a pharmacist a little bit before him, so this is my forty first year as being a pharmacist in this community, which is truly um, truly have been an honor. And I have to say, this last year a spectacular difference in the the workflow of the rest of the years. And it's been, it's been so helpful to have something to tune into and get inspiration from because we're all zooming these days and um, we've got to, we got to maintain our little community pharmacies and it's been an inspiration to be able to have the climb program. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And I, I certainly, it's been a pleasure being a part of it myself. And I've met a lot of great people uh, in, in this industry as we've been doing this program. So let's kind of delve into the the different tenants of climb. So, you know, let's start with care. Um, something you, you do every day, but can you give us some examples uh, of some of the things that you're doing in your community? And, and uh, what does that mean to you when you're thinking about caring? Well, uh, we've been... Um... We've been immunizing since December, which is exciting. So we've had the COVID-19 vaccine available to Sitkins and um, talk about expanding the ability to care, just getting to know, um, like you said, since we've been in this pandemic, getting to know people has been amazing. It's been a different platform to work with with people. You know, we're not doing those in-person conferences and networking and stuff. This has been actually in some ways, um, I think we can get more work done when we're, when we're, when we're zooming sometimes and getting through stuff, not near as much fun sometimes, but <laughs> the, care, the, the care of the community is, is expanded a lot. We've been doing some point of care testing. Folks have come in for the antigen test to see if they can get their kid back to school. If they've got a runny nose and they've been sent home and you have to make sure that they're not, um, bringing COVID back to school with them. Um, seriously, expansion of our services has happened and that absolutely leads to more care for the community. So that means a real learning curve for, for um, your local independent pharmacist for sure. Okay, well, thanks, Trish, on that about caring, and I think that that was a great example. And I'm I've heard from a lot of people that this has really had an impact in their communities because they're seeing people that they've never seen before, and I think it's a great opportunity to show those people how much you do care, and then and engage in other ways. So uh, so that's terrific. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the next. Um, the next word in the acronym CLIMB, uh, which is LEAD. 
Um, tell me a little bit about what you're doing in your community with regard to leadership. We have um, some businesses that have signed on in our local little community. They're called COVID conscious businesses and, and being a leader in that particular sense has been kind of a, a fun thing. It means that we've, you know, made our own hand sanitizer. I know that communities across the country, their independent pharmacy is the go-to for those sort of PPE supplies, but leading forward in what, um, what our community is going to look like when, when things come get back to a, a normal, a new normal um, is huge. And part of that is, is having your business be successful. You can't, you can't serve the community unless you're um, leading your business into a successful business. And so whatever kind of workflow you've had to change to, we, we increased our delivery services. We've increased our, you know, added a phone number. If people want to call in to get their um, prescription picked up or to add more items to that, you know, sort of a curbside um, affair to pick up when they don't want to run into the store, those things have just sort of changed how we do business and moving forward, sort of leading our, our little community in that has been huge. And I've gotten some real tidbits from climb, just like you said, how to be, how to be successful in your own business is, is really how you have to think about it first. So you can lead others along with you. And, and um, there's been some real jewels. I got to throw one out there because I really have enjoyed um well, Robbie Stokes, I think, was last week, and he was a gentleman that has a lot of experience with increasing your gross profit margin and how to do that and ways to work on your price scheduling so you're not leaving money on the table with the PBMs. So just those kind of things in, or, in order to maintain success. Yeah, and, that, and Robbie, that was a terrific uh, that was a terrific presentation, and I think it was an eye-opener for a lot of people that they are leaving money on the table. And and uh, um, so if you if you haven't had a chance to see that, uh, it, it it's worth uh, it's worth taking a look at that uh, at that session for sure. Um, let's move on to the next um, the next word, which is innovate. So what are some of the innovative things that you've done over the years? Uh, and, and you certainly can talk about COVID, but you know, let's, are, I'm sure there are some others uh, that you can think about and maybe some things uh, that you've you know, done recently as well. You know, um, we've had the ability to have pharmacy students and, and be a rotation site, an experiential rotation site for about 25 years. And Talk about inspirational. The students are amazing. And um, we're getting back into that. Um, this last year was a little difficult, um, but I'm excited to say we'll be continuing to do that. And that allows us to kind of expand some of our services. You get, um, you can get a new service online, whether it's um, cholesterol te testing or really our delivery person has been a pharmacy tech and we're using pharmacy students that can go into the home, which we'll be able to do again soon and um, talk with a patient. What's, what have their blood glucose values been? You know, what possibly with our warfarin patients, their INRs, there's some clinical things that we can expand, expand on um, nutrition depletion. What, what medications are you on and what, what would you like to um, add to that to the nutrition as far as um, vitamins, minerals that uh, they might be getting depleted on because of the medication they're on, and and have that knowledge just either 
on the phone with them counseling in person, or like I said, we've added some clinical services to um, the future of our delivery plan. That's that's one of our little innovations we've looked at. And, and our pharmacy students have helped us be able to do some of that stuff because it's hard to, to, to fit that into an everyday thing. So you've got this incredible young, bright talent that is willing and happy to do whatever you, you have asked them to. So I highly recommend <laughs> utilizing students. They're fabulous. And they learn, right? That's another of the, oh, we the all great do. things that, yeah, yeah. that you're yeah. providing yeah. with leadership is, is learning there. So, um, well, let's move on to the next one, which is motivate. And this is one of those things that, you know, you're, you're not only, pharmacies are not only motivating their employees and, and the people around them, but, but also your community. So can you touch on that a little bit? You know, we we've um, we're all ready to to do something a little more fun, and and we have um, some space downtown that we're trying to. What well, we're not trying, we're working with the local arts and music groups, and they're going to do this little porch fest. Or the idea is to to get people thinking about um, getting outside and getting some fresh air and some culture and you name it, because our little town is pretty dependent on specifically to us, the cruise ship industry. And that is really not going to happen this next summer. So it'll be very similar, only better, I think, than last summer, because we were all sort of working through it. So motivating with um, some educational things, some art things, collaborating with our local community arts and got some, it's called, this porch fest is going to happen this June, which bands are going to be on porches and it's going to be socially distanced. And you'll be able to go to a couple different, couple, three different venues, just in our own little local downtown. And we're centrally located. So it's easy to help out with something like that. And I think that is um, heartening and a lot of fun. And, and um, like you said, it's not just about motivating your employees, which also can be challenging, which I've gotten, um, a lot of insight from over the years with with um, working with folks and networking, but um, but also the town and um, we're sort of the example. We all of our folks, of course, are wearing masks and it's lightening up a lot here because our percentage of vaccination in our small community is huge. It's it's really in the higher seventies, which um, Alaska has been very fortunate. But um, yeah, I think keeping keeping the energy going, keeping positive energy and, and, you know, and trying to get some new things started has been fun and, and something we're moving forward to this spring and summer. Great. Well, and you know, that motivation, especially in the last year has been a challenge uh, for, I think for all of us, um, uh, really a difficult time uh, in our country's history. Um, so those were some great, great ideas. And I think that really takes us to the next word, which is balance, because some of the things you talked about uh, really plays a part in, in uh, uh, we have to have some balance in our life between work and, and play and, and our families and, you know, our, our profession and, and uh, both. And so, so independent businesses and pharmacies across the country have the ability to to play a role in that. So tell us a little bit about what you, I think you've given an example already, um, but you know, tell us a little bit more about uh, how you see balance fitting in. Well, our, our team, we've got young kiddos cause we have a soda fountain and we closed the soda fountain down for three or four months. And it just, 
It wasn't fun for the kids that work there. We, we were able to not have to lay anybody off. We had everybody doing a little something different. Um, of course, the cleaning and the making of the hand sanitizer, but specifically this year, um, I mean, things we've done in the past for motivation have been um, contests and and parties, and we have a barbecue of space out in the back where we have a barbecue, and and just because our, our group is so young, but we put the soda, we, we got the soda fountain opened and deliveries and that's been challenging. I don't recommend delivery of soda fountain items necessarily, even though we don't have many miles of road, but we, we all tried this together. And I think pulling in and, and asking everybody, okay, what's, what's the next step to move a little further and, and, you know, asking your folks what, what they would like to see happen. And um, we've been able to do that a little bit more. We, we kind of have our pod. You, you've been working with the same people and, you know, the challenges with the plexiglass and the masks and the whole thing has been, has been, it's kind of exhausting. I'm learning as we go along to, to what, what the motivators are for not only the people you work with, but the, the people that are in the community and what kind of sparks their energy and what, what makes somebody smile and, and just a pop-up ice cream free giveaway sort of thing. Um, there's all kinds of stuff out there, but that that energizes your team too when they can give back. It's it's been fun. We have tips for the soda fountain that go to a different nonprofit every month. And that's fun. So it's a photo opportunity with whoever the nonprofit is this 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 month. So at the end of April, we'll be able to present a check to the Sitka Cirque, which is kind of circus arts and tumbling and the lyre and the silks and there's a group in town that are just starting to get back doing that um, with all the precautions. And it's not easy with little kiddos and those kind of sort of things, but you know, how fun to give back. And our soda fountain kids love knowing what the next, or they might come up with what the next nonprofit is to, to give, um, to give back to. And that's, that's been a way to, a way to engage with the community and, and involve your team too. Yeah, that's great. I really appreciate uh, some just some great examples there of the things that that uh, community pharmacies can be doing. So, okay, Trish. So I have a question for you. So you know you've been to uh, I thought all all of our climate events, all but one, I think you said. And yeah. and uh, in that time, um, can you tell us a speaker or two that you've really been engaged with that you really really liked? Oh, absolutely. Um, there's. Um, quite a few of them. I'll, I'll keep the list short for, for the time. You know, Bob Lemenic, which we are just starting MedSync, and it seems like we might be late to the game. We've had a little pushback from our team because we couldn't figure out how that made any sense. And now that we've gotten more folks synced, it's, and understand how that's much better for the patient and for our inventory and workflow, um, it's, it's becoming an easier transition. But he was he was really inspirational. That was fun. Um, Chris Cornelison and his nutrition depletion um, information was great. Talk about um, leading and, and care for your community. Talking to folks that are on medications that are depleting their nutrition and have increased nutritional needs and one thing or another was that's that's a learning curve for, for our team and, and we're working towards being able to help folks along that line. That was great. But you know, um, one that sticks out in my mind because it just, aha, it was one of those aha moments. And that's why we're having that kind of problem was Terry Norvell, Norvell, I think, 
Kate talked about the size of your business. So when you have one to 10 employees, you have this many employees engaged, and this is how you keep them motivated. Then you get a little bit bigger, and now you're talking about 25, and then you get to the point where you're about 30, and how a percentage of those folks just don't have sign-in and how you help them with that and where you are and what you might be struggling as far as the next step to take. Or, you know, if you're not growing, that's not a good thing. You always have to be growing and changing. And just some little tidbits on information that, boy, that hit home. I thought, I remember four or five years ago when we were just thinking, okay, we're going to have to hire somebody else to do this. And just just the struggles that you go through at, at each step of your growth with your independent pharmacy and kind of explains the why. There's just people that are going to be helping you with that growth. There's going to be people that aren't. And um, and I think you don't even know it. They don't even know it. That's not it. It was just sort of this psyche of, of folks and, and how to move forward gracefully. Huge, huge, huge fun. I got to go back and listen to that for the third time. I, I really <laughs> like being able to go back and listen. So how how, how is that? That was three the, off the top of my yeah. head here. Well, and I, yeah, I found all three of those really engaging and, and uh, you're absolutely right. You know, that's a, as a business owner, um, and get, employee engagement is a, is, is a real difficult thing. Uh, some, some are just totally engaged right off the bat and those are, those are easy, but you always have a group that aren't and it's, uh, and it's always a challenge and, and that's part of leadership, right? And that brings in all kinds, all of, it really brings in most of the tenant, all of the tenants in climb uh, when you're trying to get employees engaged, caring for them, leading them, innovating, showing them innovation innovation and motivation and balance, all of those things are, I think, really key in that engagement. So Trish, thank you so much for sharing your insight today. Re- greatly, greatly appreciate joining oh, thank you. Uh, it's me a lot and Tom. And, and uh, I'm going to bring on uh, Karen Deckard, who's our director of uh, marketing, who's going to announce our next climb event. Thanks so Hi, much, Karen. Brad. I uh, think Trish is going to be super happy to know that our, our next event on May 13th is actually going to feature the amazing Terry Norvell. Uh, Terry, she's a certified business growth specialist. She's a trusted leadership coach and business advisor for entrepreneurial organizations. Uh, we're just thrilled to welcome Terry back to CLIMB as we launch a discussion on empowering pharmacy teams and growing pharmacy businesses through leadership and training. Uh, we're going to drop a link in the show notes, I think, so you can register to attend the live presentation, uh, which you really want to do because you'll have the opportunity to ask Terry your questions on growth and leadership live. And that's such a great experience. Well, I tell you what, Brad, I'm excited about this climb event. We're going to definitely push this out through social. If you're listening to this podcast right now, please share this episode with another fellow pharmacy owner who uh, who can benefit from uh, the philosophies of caring, leading, innovating, motivating, and the balance that we all have to have in life, especially with the increased um, uh, pressures on us as healthcare providers and you listening right now, you pharmacy owners, what you're going through. This event is not only about helping your business, but helping you individually. When you come together with other pharmacy owners, it's amazing. Uh, People like Brad and I need to just step out of your way so that Um, People like Trish and other pharmacy owners can really create synergies together and supporting each other um, through the stresses that you go through as small business owners and pharmacy owners. So, Brad, I I really thank you for dedicating this time and supporting um, the pharmacy podcast as well as putting this event together um, to really help level up and and support our pharmacy owners um, in in a sincere thank you to you. 
Well, thank you, Todd, for having having me and and Trish and and Karen today. And you know, I this is a this is really a privilege for me uh, to to do uh, to do climb. It's uh, I, I I love it. I'm I, I'm really passionate, as you know. Uh, I'm really passionate about pharmacy and grew up in it with my with my family owning a, a pharmacy since '55 that that uh, they just finally sold. Uh, and uh, it's a uh, um, it's 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 this is a great privilege. So thanks thanks for having me today. Absolutely. And Trish, thank you so much for being here with us. The pharmacy owner is is really the at the center of all this because of what you do for for your community, for your employees, and and how this is it's a it's a domino effect, and and I think it has uh, an incredible impact. So thank you for being here. Oh gosh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Todd. I love your podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's a collective effort. So we thank you so much, listeners, for listening today. Once again, CLIMB is the event. Uh, We are caring, leading, innovating, motivating, and our balance is so important. May 13th, the link in the show notes will be there for you to to link up and to be part of the next CLIMB event. And with that, I thank you so much for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network.